Welcome to The Spiritual Awakener, where you'll hear everyday people's stories of their awakening moments that led them to work with you, the collective. Now here's your host, Susan Kennard. Hi, and welcome to The Spiritual Awakener. I'm so excited that you found this podcast. And if you found this podcast, you are definitely open to either a spiritual awakening of yourself, you've either had one, you know someone who's had one, or you're thinking, is there something else for me? Should I really be somewhere else in the world? And maybe my soul is driving me to listen to this show. So I'm excited you're here. I hope you enjoy The Spiritual Awakener. This is where I interview amazing people that are everyday people like myself and like you who've had experiences which have really changed their life. They've been a spiritual awakening that has led them to help others to heal themselves in whatever way they've designed it in their soul path. So I'm really excited to interview my guest here, who happens to be a very good friend of mine that I've known for quite a long time, and her name is Fiona Dilston. So Fiona, welcome to The Spiritual Awakener. Thank you, Susan. Yeah, great to have you here. And so the first thing that I'd like to ask you is, what was your spiritual awakening and how did you know that something shifted inside of you? I think it was never one particular thing. Yeah, I feel okay. like it's been a constant stream of little tweaks yeah. that have kept me on path. Yeah. I think I felt very different as a child. Mm. I mean, I, I grew up in a very small village in Northumberland. Yeah. And I didn't have much contact with other kids till I was five. Wow. So I had yeah. a very rich inner world. We lived on a little farm. Uh, we had some animals. My mum had been full-on professional nanny. I was, shall we say, a very wanted baby. She hadn't thought, to my understanding, that she was going to get children. Wow. So you were very special. Oh, <laughs> So, yeah. And I just remember a lot of like rich connections with the animals. Yeah. With being in nature, you know, being able to be totally safe. Yeah. In a way that, you know, children certainly, you know, aren't. Many, many children haven't felt safe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And it's just having that environment where there was animals, there were people living next door who were in fact the children that my mum had looked after when she was a teenager. Yeah. She'd left school at 15. Wow. Yeah. So it was, yeah, it was interesting and an extreme closeness between her and I. Mm. So yeah, that was that was the kind of beginnings. There was a connection with nature. Mm. There was a strong connection with the animals. You know, seeing like little robins building nests. Uh, yeah, you know the frogs. You name it. It was extremely rural, and I had much much more connection with animals and plants mm. than mm. with other children till I was like five. 
So that kind of was your grounding into, and, we, and we'll talk about that in a moment about what, how you actually help other people. But what do you feel was, so for people listening, that is almost an idyllic childhood, isn't it? Yeah. yeah it's almost idyllic. Pretty damn good. Yeah, pretty good. And yeah, we know that every single childhood is never completely idyllic. Oh, so yeah. what, what, what do you feel was... An awakening moment for you that sounded like it was the start of your journey what do you feel was an awakening moment where you kind of knew there's so much more for me in this world and I know that I need to help people I feel one of the very significant things was working at Glastonbury Festival Mm. in something like so for those people that are listening overseas you know yeah. um glastonbury can you explain a it's, bit about it, that it is probably the hugest musical and alternative life now yeah festival that is in maybe in europe even i don't know yeah it's certainly it's in, in the, the uk, UK. yeah mm-hmm. and it's in a little village called pilton which mm. is not actually glastonbury Glastonbury is the town. Yeah. Hilton is the village and it's Worthy Farm where this happens every year. Yeah. And I, my feeling is if I'm tuning in to connect with a time mm. was actually this guy coming to me for counseling mm. because I'd done some counseling training prior to that and I was actually working there with my counselor hat on. Yeah. And I'd also done some healing work and him saying i'm really really frightened and i'm saying okay are you okay if i just put my hands gently on you Mm. and he's like yeah this is fine and he's saying i can feel this shifting i can shifting." so i'm moving my hands away and i just put them on the ground and just let it go back into the earth yeah and so that was a knowing that you had. It was probably from the very start of yes. being here in this earthly experience as a child, that the ground and the earth and the nature was where we could transmute. Yes, completely, yeah. completely. Yeah. Um, and I mean, even to the extent of, if I flip back a little bit among, along my timeline to my own birth, mm. my mum was moved while in labour with me. Mm. from one place to another mm-hmm. he was moved so that she was actually on a dragon ley line wow when i was delivered by emergency cesarean incredible huh so yeah you know, it was i was getting a dose of the woo yeah. a dose of the alternative yeah right from right, right from that moment the gap i was getting immersed in it so um, what happened with this? So this guy, you know, we have to thank yeah. him for coming into Absolutely. your experience at that moment. And we know that that for people listening, you know, there are many synchronicities in on our journeys, aren't there, where totally. we don't think necessarily at the time, oh, wow, that's profound. But we realize later on. And it's, mm. I think also I had somebody say to me, it been round about that time that I had a much greater effect on other people than I, have, I was ever aware of. Yeah. yeah. And I find that now because yeah. I will find that somebody, I've done quite a lot of different things in my career. Yeah. As I will have. Oh, yeah. We go, we go where we're guided sometimes. Yeah. We really do. Yeah. There's no Holy but Grail, right? There is no Holy Grail. There's a series yeah. of them. 
yeah they just keep popping up mm. so taking you back to that moment yeah. you know, with that man and you you intuitively instinctively knew to I transmute knew. Knew. that yeah. fear and that energy what happened after that so where where do you feel your healing journey went and then we're going to talk about how you really do yeah. help i feel here that my healing journey actually from there on i did a hell of a lot of tarot yeah mm. i did a hell of a lot of putting images in front of people yeah realizing that i could circumnavigate the counseling process yeah. very 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 quickly yeah that i could With do tool. yeah i could do tool. in 10 or 15 minutes mm. what might have previously taken me a long time to unravel with somebody yeah now some people are ready for that mm -hmm. some are not yeah when somebody is not what happens is you put an array of cards in front of them and go i am you know connecting you with this image have a look at this see what this is they go no mm. i'm going nowhere near it but i have had i had so many occasions mm. where somebody would ring me somebody would say to me afterwards afterwards mm. indeed yeah. i'm really sorry i was really rude to you i told you you were talking a load of rubbish when really it made sense yeah so yeah. And how has that led and what do you do now how do you now because i mean i know i know what you do because we've met yeah. on that journey but tell the listeners what you're trained in but also how you help people with all of these different things that you're trained in so explain okay i'm a homeopath mm. and i also do stuff with flower essences as backup to this yeah. my way so to speak is still giving people those aha moments yeah giving people that understanding so yeah. that they are getting it on the mental emotional yes so that it then can help them to see what is going on and mm. help them to be able to take the steps with me still holding the hand yeah a yeah. lot of the time to actually heal themselves to make those changes and what sort of clients would come to you so because obviously we have a we have themes don't we have clients that come yeah. to us what theme is happening at the moment with this big you know universal beautiful awakening that's happening i think the theme at the moment is people honoring their own childhoods wow people yeah. honoring who they are mm. and being able to own that yeah there is definitely something here with sovereignty with realizing who you are yeah. and what you are capable of incredible uh, yeah because squishing that isn't it owning it and and yeah. you know owning it acknowledging it but also saying actually that doesn't define me yeah um, that doesn't define me it just is part of my experience which leads me to be this incredible being well it's yeah. just the, the owning mm. and saying from that you know from those difficulties or whatever else mm. i have become who i am exactly. and it doesn't define me but mm. it can make me damn mm. sight more accessible to a lot of yeah. people that yeah. you know i am prepared or whoever is prepared to mm. 
be vulnerable, share bits of their story. Yeah. And so say somebody came, so somebody's listening now and they might have a physical message. They might have an emotional message in their body. They might have what, what sort of things, give me some examples so that people can kind of get a grasp of it. Cause this could be the first time they've ever listened to somebody who is an intuitive healer like us, you know? So just for example, well, you may find that somebody is having, say, recurrent sore throats, as yeah. simple mm-hmm. as that. Yeah. And it is an expression issue. Yes. Brilliant. Mm. You may also find that somebody is having recurrent gynae issues. Mm. Yeah. And that too is an expression issue. Brilliant. Because you've got, you know, both the reproductive organs in the male and the female yeah. and the throat are yeah. connected. Amazing. So you can help people. It's almost like a map, isn't it? Like you can help I, people map an experience to what the body it's, is it, it, it's, a, it's a general route map. Mm. And yeah. I think I have concerns about it being too didactic. Mm. I have concerns about it. People sometimes, when you start linking too much body-mind stuff too mm. early, yeah. can get quite resentful about it and saying, that's not true. And again, yeah. that is part of going in gently. Yes. And so you say you work really gently. Time. So whoever is listening and, and may feel drawn, and we'll give your mm. details in a moment as well of how they can contact you. It doesn't matter where they are on their journey. If this is Not the first thing they've ever listened to and they've maybe got something that's been running for a long time and been showing up yeah. in their life, maybe showing up in their body. It's not about going in with the bulldozer. It's about Absolutely not. the pace of it's somebody's, where someone taking, wants to go, their yeah, pace. Taking something mm. at somebody's own pace. Yeah. I have something that I take from basically what I call it is like child-led weaning. Mm. Mm. And I will say to somebody, if you want to come and work with me, I'm not going to necessarily say I'm going to sick fix you in three sessions because you're not a car. Exactly. Yeah. It's their healing journey, right? It's you start Mm. a process, other things surface Mm. and saying, okay, this has surfaced. So many times people will come to me presenting with one thing and it's not. It's something that is underneath that surface. It's usually always, actually, isn't it? I would say in our journeys, you know, we obviously I work slightly differently, Mm -hmm. but I definitely would say the same. Someone will present with something and actually that's just the symptom and the cause or the origin is somewhere Mm -hmm. completely different. And that's what's beautiful about healing, isn't Mm -hmm. it? Well, it's you know. taking it deeper and deeper and deeper yeah. and getting them to, you know, in my homeopathic consultation process, we're looking at ancestral stuff. Yeah. We're looking at what's gone on with mum, what's yeah. gone on with dad. Also, we can be looking at what has gone on in groups of people you have been involved with, mm. what has mm-hmm. happened with If you've been the house share, what happened in a school you were in, a university you were in, a place you were living? Yeah. 
because so, there is the collective yeah they can come and people can come and well they work with you online like like we work together yes. but they can work with you that way individually do you offer any courses any trainings what can you what can you tell us about other things that you can offer I offer an EFT training, mm-hmm, which, which is, is emotional freedom technique. Yeah, the tapping thing. Mm-hmm. And that, after much deliberation, mm. is really quite aimed at practitioners. Yeah. That is aimed at practitioners who want to add something perfect to yeah. what they're doing already. And that's how um, we met. We met on the EFT yes. journey. And, yes. and EFT is an amazing tool, isn't it? It's great. As well. And it is so yeah. powerful. Yeah. To add to what you're doing already. So you can offer that. So if there's anybody listening here that that perhaps is a therapist already or a homeopath already uh, or whatever, and they want to add something as a healing tool outside of their practice, they can come and train with you. Certainly. And that course is Complementary Medical Association accredited. Yeah. Brilliant. So, so it's, can we just get um, give the listeners how yeah. they can get hold of you and then let's talk a bit more. Right. I am the only Fiona Dilston anywhere. <laughs> and my surname is D-I-L-S for sugar, T-O-N. The one and only Fiona Dilston. Yeah. Yep. Brilliant. And it's just your normal spelling of Fiona. And they'll find you, if they put you in Google, they'll find your put, website. Put me in Facebook, put me in Google. Yeah. I'm on LinkedIn. Yeah. I am pretty easy to get hold of. Yes. You know, I do all of my stuff over Zoom or Skype. Yeah, same. Okay. So if somebody's interested and they really, you know, they like your energy, they resonate with it, they feel actually, yeah, this has been repeating for a long time. It might be sleep. Mm -hmm. It might be whatever it might be. Could you offer them a, a sort of 10 or 15 minute consultation? By all means. If they go on to my website, yeah, they can contact and that's me. just fionadilston.co.uk. Mm. If they go on to Calendly, yeah. and that's C-A-L-E-N-D-L-Y.com slash Fiona Dilston, mm. they can book there. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. And I and do have or they can email little you. slots. Yeah. And that's great because it would be really great if, if people, you know, sometimes people, they're sort of undecided and they don't know and they just say, well, they've got a burning question and they want to go, have you worked with that? Yeah, absolutely. Something they don't want to go onto a public domain where I am. I've got a couple of pages on Facebook, whatever else. Yeah. They don't want to maybe start even typing it. They want to just... Mm talk back and forwards and yes. i think the whole talking process is it's really important because it's through that communication through the vibration of the communication yeah that you know the healing can take place i agree with you and i think even just listening to this podcast you know um and people are listening to this spiritual waking experience just this is almost like sowing the seeds the soul already knows doesn't it where it's supposed to be and who it's supposed to be working with at that time completely but it's just the sowing the seeds of oh actually yes maybe if I look back at my life well I had awakening experiences but I actually never saw it like that Mm. and maybe people are listening to it saying wow 
I've always wanted to, I don't know, be a homeopath or be a channel for healing or help people and be of service. And I've never done it, you know, so it's great for people to listen to this. The other thing I've forgotten to add is Mm. I do offer a two-day tarot and oracles type training. Okay, so two-day where they can learn how to use the tarot and oracle cards. Yeah, and I will pitch that at the level Mm. somebody's at. Amazing, yeah. It's something I've, I mean, I've taught Mm. that kind of stuff for many years let's just say many years many years (laughs) many years so that's great so is there anything that you could say to anybody that perhaps are listening to you for the first time and they wonder you know well how can you incorporate homeopathy which is such a beautiful soul medicine because Mm -hmm. as you know you know I used it from both my pregnancies I use it with my children I use it for myself and I call Fiona up um, or message her and say Fiona what can you know what can I do about this and she will intuitively know exactly what we need so I just say that to anybody's listening you know if, if you have any doubts about seeing a homeopath then the person to see is Fiona, (laughs) definitely, because she's not just a homeopath. She's an intuitive homeopath with many other strings to her bow. And so if if somebody sort of wanted to think about working with you, what could you say to them? You know, would it be, you might use homeopathy, you might not, you might use flower essences. Would it be just what you felt at the time? I will go with what is needed. Yeah. So you intuitively know. Yeah. Somebody coming to me and it may be, okay, you are in such a delicate state that I am not going to prescribe homeopathy for you. Yeah. We're going to look at, you know, we're going to look at flower essences perhaps. Yeah. So whatever you feel in hundreds of years of and many lifetimes of experience. Absolutely. I mean, I realise that it's more than one lifetime's worth for sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so if you're listening and you feel, oh my goodness, this might be something that I feel I need to do something. And this feels something that I feel I'll be looked after. I'll be looked after almost what my guides are saying here is almost like held and cuddled you know through the journey of their healing then this might be the person Fiona might be the person that you feel drawn to so Fiona how can they get hold of you again all right well like I said I'm the only Fiona Dilston anywhere Fiona Dilston d-i-l-s-t-o-n yeah Facebook I'm on there Facebook I've got a Fiona Dilston training page yeah I've got a Fiona Dilston homeopath page yeah and but they can really find you anyway. I'm I'm so easy to find. <laughs> she's easy to find. She's easy to work with. And, and I'm easy to talk to. Easy well. to talk to. I was just about to say. So thank you so much for joining us My today. My pleasure. You know, thank you. Spiritual Awakener. And so if you've got a spiritual awakening story that you would like to share with my audience, 
I'd love to hear from you. So you can find me on susankennard.co.uk. And I think I'm the only Susan Kennard, or there might be one in Canada, actually, but it's susankennard, K-N-N-A-R-D.co.uk. And you can find me on there and Facebook and LinkedIn and all the places that Fiona spoke mm-hmm. about. And I'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much for joining us today. And I look forward to seeing you, hearing you and and connecting with you on the next episode of The Spiritual Awakener. Thanks for listening to The Spiritual Awakener and being a part of our conversation. If you've enjoyed the show, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get great information at susankennard.co.uk.